Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the fifth episode of The Valorant Show. I'm your host, Taylor Reflections Noble, joined by Troy Tuttle, a.k.a. Too Loud. And this week, we had the pleasure of speaking with Arthur Minikoff, CEO of the Spike.gg, a quickly growing brand that prides themselves as the home of competitive Valorant. Troy, how you doing this week, man? The game is finally out. Hey, yes, it is here. It is here. And guess what? Since Arthur was just an interview... You can't introduce anybody else first. I know, except I know. For me I thought about week. that. <laughs> I know, and and that's got to make you feel good. Don't get used to it. Oh, uh, don't okay. get used to it. But hey, man, uh, you know, I definitely thought about that when I was writing it, and I was like, is he going to say something? Well, I got my answer. You did, uh, and rightly so, man. And rightly so. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, but it, but yes. Most importantly, the game is out, ladies and gentlemen. We we got our new agent. We got our new map. And we also have some, I think, new bugs and other things still out there to be <laughs> fixed. But hey, sure, it's here. And what I'm really interested in asking you, real quick before we dive into all this conversation, I'm just going straight in with, with a question to you. And that is, was it ready for a full release? I, you know, I have to say, I definitely feel if the game would have been in beta just a little bit longer... They would have probably, on the back end of things, uh, been able to develop more maps, maybe develop more agents, develop more content in general, because the game is out. It's more polished. It looks great. However, I don't feel it had enough new content added onto it on its release to make it that much more interesting for streamers and, and other people to play. And I think that's why viewership's kind of been lower than I expected upon its release. So, yes, I do think the game is actually ready to be out at, at playability-wise, but I also feel it probably wouldn't have hurt to be in beta maybe a little bit longer. How do you feel about it? No, I definitely agree. I also think, and I will say this, I'm sure, once again here in a moment, but, dude, Reyna needed to be tested in beta. Holy cow. Like, that's all I'll say about that right now. She needed to be tested in <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Um. <laughs> I, I I think that the there's some definitely some visual changes that were great, some UI changes that were great. Makes the game look updated, so it almost made it look like more of a full release, I guess you could say. But I think sure. there's more tricks there that they want that they're ready, you know, that are up their sleeves to do and to show. And and it's almost like I wish they would have had another two weeks. I wish they would have had maybe one more month yeah. to do their work, uh, to get it out and. Uh, I, you know, you say the numbers are kind of low. I agree. I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching the Twitch rivals thing going on this weekend. Um, and you know, shout out to smash.gg. They're covering the event over there. If you guys wanted to see it, uh, but definitely the, the thing, the thing that was so interesting about to me about the numbers right now is I don't know if any esport that comes out right now is going to have the big popularity we once saw because you can't hold big events right now. You literally, where true. you draw crowds, yeah. the things that we did with Fortnite early on at PAX that really made it huge. Like, yeah, Fortnite was yep. cool. Like, and definitely you guys, you were killing it, Taylor, at the time with Friday, with Friday Fortnites. But yep. the, the thing that really pushed that, that community to the next level was they showed up at PAX and then they were at TwitchCon in the same year, one right after the other. And those two events were so big for the community that it really made 
uh, the eSport of, of Fortnite big and strong, right? And if you kind of look back over the history, sure. there's always been these little events. Even with Riot, when you look back at League of Legends and Season 1 Worlds, like when they first had this little bitty convention, it still was those events that make people like have this pride in the game, go there, find their community. And I feel like that is a disadvantage for Valorant right now. So I think, you know, you say the numbers are low. I agree. I think everybody will say the numbers are a little low. But I think it's kind of we're in that Siege, Siege 6 world where, uh, where Rainbow Six came out. It wasn't very, very, very popular at the first, and it's grown over the years. It's gotten bigger as an eSport. And I think we're going to see the same thing kind of happening with Valorant. Yeah, I agree. You know, obviously with COVID-19 affecting, you know, so many aspects of the world, including, you know, just the traditional broadcasting side of things. It's a really good point that I didn't even think about, you know, what a traditional tournament, what a traditional show match, if you will, uh, boost the numbers. And I think it would, uh, given the fact that you obviously would see, you know, like, let's say Tim the Tapman, if he was playing in it, or you have like, you know, a big name streamer like Dr. Lupo, uh, Hiko, whoever, you know, to go to a live event, they have to not stream off their own channel. They could stream off their own channel. It's actually becoming more and more common with with some of these streamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're all they together. The, the thing right. is, is, like at those events, right. all those content creators are together, and that re reviews con exactly. content for the community, right? Which is what right. we all really want to see. We want to see, you know, these crazy pictures and the things they're doing in their life and the beyond sure. the game that happens at the game. You know what I mean? And uh, and that's yep. that's that is the difference. That esports, I know a lot of people say like esports isn't affected by this COVID thing as much, but like reality is we as as consumers, as players, as fans of content and content creators, here we are in a new world where we're not getting some of the experiences we got before. And it is changing. It's changing the way games are launching and it's definitely changed how I think Valorant has first been perceived. Right. And, and, you know, we talk about viewership being low, but I mean, granted, it's still top six out of all the games oh, that yeah, are being yeah, streamed yeah, on yeah. Switch. And so regardless, though, the, the viewership is still great. It's just not as much as, you know, we saw during the beta. And I think that's to be expected. But as the game continues to develop, uh, the game's not going anywhere. Um, the game is going to continue to rise in popularity. And I'm curious to see what its what its future is going to hold, I think, as as this not only this podcast continues to develop, but the scene as well not but enough, anyways not enough drop unlocks in the titles on twitch i guess you know unlock drop no, so you that, know what drops would help a lot they're gonna be coming i'm sure they're gonna be coming uh but nobody you know what's what's the incentive now to watch streamers you know if, if everybody can download the game there's no beta keys anymore, yeah, right yeah, so that made true. a huge impact that was incredibly unique but also unique is our listeners and we do a section called ask the agents let's go ahead and run it up ah so much learned this day a victory on many fronts. So in this section, Ask the Agents, we give you guys a chance to uh, write in and we get to feature you as a listener. So before we get into at least our first review, I want to say go ahead and hit, you know, hit the pause button. Troy did this last week. I loved it. So hit the pause button now. Go give it a review on iTunes. Uh, you know, let us know what you think about it. Maybe you have a question, you know, that you want to bring up and you want to hear us discuss. Please feel free to write it in there. Uh, and you can do that on either iTunes and you can do that on Podbean. But we encourage you to just leave a rating. It helps our SEO. If you guys don't know what that is, basically uh, the searchability of our podcast. So please help us out by, uh, you know, giving us a review and a comment, and we'll feature you on the next episode. But uh, for this review, it was by a man, and by the way, huge fan of this guy's name, A Cup of Cheese. 
I'm not making this up. His name is A Cup of Cheese, and uh, he ended up coming in and saying quality Valorant content with the full game coming out. I wanted to hear all things Valorant, and this duo does a great job producing that. Thank you so much, A Cup of Cheese, for leaving that review. Uh, and I believe he probably came over from Reddit. I know I ended up posting... Um, a little post on there from uh, about our podcast on Reddit, and it, was, it actually was received very well. So we appreciate you guys stopping by, but please leave a review. Let us know, and uh, maybe you can be featured on the next episode. Hey, guess what, Taylor? We got another one from Patrick James uh, YU. He said, I've never listened to a gaming podcast, but it ended up being really good. I wasn't really sure for, of the format of how the podcast interview would be, but it ended up being great and flowed very well. Well written, planned out. Uh, they talk a lot about the game, possible future, and they bring in pros who talk about the game as well, their plans and their past. Uh, I think it's definitely worth a listen if you like Valorant and the esports competitive scene in general. I'm left being interested in it for the next episode coming. Uh, but P.S. My mic broke, Troy. Hook it up. So uh, whoever Patrick is, hey, if I had an extra mic, I'd hook it up. <laughs> Uh, but yes, you, you know where that's from, though. La last episode, I was like, hey, man, if you don't have Mike, Troy's got you. So that's true. he that's did true. listen. He, <laughs> he did listen. He definitely did listen. I, I definitely need to hook him up there, uh, Patrick. Uh, make sure you hit me up uh, on uh, on Valorant. Let's play some time. And, and hey, if I have an extra mic that'll work for you, I'll send it out for sure. I was actually telling Taylor that I got Troy. going through all my stuff today. I was like, man, I have some extra crap here anyway. So, hey, Patrick, hit me up. But yeah, I mean, it's it's hey. awesome to hear from you guys. Like the reality is, we is. if 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 you are enjoying the show, we want you to be driving down the road or working or whatever. And even if it is the comment in your head of like, "Nah, Troy, there's Troy saying a stupid comment again," but you're interacting with us with the show, that's what we want to be happening. So thank you guys for your feedback. Thank you so much for for taking the moment and the time out of your day to go and and rate it and 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 review it. So if you're out there, make sure you do it. We'll give you a shout out next week. We want to read your reviews. We want this show to be a critical part of the Valorant scene and uh, and want you guys to enjoy it if you're a Valorant fan. So let us know. Let us keep going. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys for leaving your comments. Uh, genuinely, we appreciate it. It pumps me up to continue to make content whenever I see you guys writing in and uh, reviewing it and just enjoying it overall. We put in a ton of work to make this product for you, so we appreciate it. But hey. With that out of the way, now let's go ahead and talk about our weekly news and some new things that have been taking place. Let's run it back. Yeah, let's bring it back. All right, so man, obviously the release week. This is going to be one of probably the biggest weeks of uh, just overall new content that's taking place. But uh, we're looking at a battle pass. We're looking at hit registration that's been fixed. We're looking at a smoother game that's more Has polished overall. Fixed? We're looking at Ascent and we're looking at Reyna. Has it been fixed? Has hit reg actually been fixed? <laughs> I mean, there's there's there's, I, there's new things out on Reddit already showing hit reg not working 100. percent Yeah. Uh, there's definitely some tweaks happening. I think they even said in the update like we made a big fix, but we're still trying to continue to build on. I can't. I forget the words exactly how they worded it, but it was to the effect sure. of like, hey, yes, we fixed a lot of things, but we know other things are still needed to be fixed. We're still working on those. We're gonna make them even better. Uh, so I don't any anything that's come from this release that is like, hey, this is an issue, hit reg, whatever. Um, some of the small minor things that are still there. I think it's not like, hey, they didn't know they were there. It's more like, hey, they had to launch and they're still working on. We're probably going to see a good a good update really soon uh, from them, just like we did initially in the beta. Right. The big fix initially that we got. But I mean, yeah, I first off, I got to say. You said battle pass. That thing is amazing. Like 
seems like it's a good deal. You know, it seems like you get you're getting free stuff. It's I mean, yeah, it it, it, it is a good thing, especially after my cry for please don't break my wallet on the store as much, especially yeah. with this one. And I'm glad it wasn't a fifty dollar monthly, you know, or a fifty dollars well, act act one pass. You know, I'm actually glad we have some answers because we did talk about the items in the store and how expensive they were, and they seem to be just as expensive as they were during the beta. So if you do want to buy the items in store, they're just as expensive. Hopefully, though, you got your 20% back from any oh, I uh, did. of the credits that you bought previously. Oh, I did too, and, and it was nice, but I'm not going to lie. I'm already down to like 2,000 credits. I've, I started what at like 13,000 or something. Brother, I have been buying a skin for every single weapon that I don't have a skin for. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I just don't have. I, right now, I think I don't have a skin for... Um, for the Marshall, for for the Marshall and the two LMGs. Th those are the only ones I don't have skins for. But I'm gonna get those anyways from the battle. Here's the question: itself, are you, Which, by the way, only a thousand credits. Are you leveling up though the other guns you've gotten? You know, if if you can, o only with... the Vandal. Okay. Only the Vandal. Yeah, only the Vandal with the Radiantite. Yeah. I, I I've got one more. I need five more Radiantite uh, points in order to upgrade, upgrade to the final skin, which is like a yellow mixed skin, whatever, uh, on there. So that's the only one, but right now I've, I've definitely leveled cause I'm not going to lie. The, 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 the final elimination, um, uh, you know, elimination, basically graphic or sitting for lack of better words that pops up, right. Animation that pops up yeah, yeah, yeah. or the, the reload animation and, and, the, and how it shoots and how it sounds. That's, that's clean. It that's is. Crisp. It is. I got to ask you, I mean, what do you think about the axe? We saw an axe for the first time coming into the game. I mean, obviously shocked everybody, I think. Everybody's real excited for it. It looks great. And even it had an upgrade that I had to do with Radiantite immediately uh, with a little sheen. You know, when you pull it out, it glows a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did like oh, yeah. that. I mean, like you said, a lot of good things. The game is smoother. It's running better. It looks better. I love the load screens. I love the, you know, right when you're going to the map, you get the map views now instead of just like, the the character screen that has just the right. name in the top left corner you actually get to see an overhead view of the map so a lot of great things definitely adjustments that they made even the layout you know to the ui a little bit where you have the home page and you have the featured items in the store listed there like they went above and beyond definitely on on some of those changes and i really do like them um i really i really enjoy that prime collection that's in the store though like that prime collection was nuts it was a great one to come off we saw a guardian which we didn't right. have a guardian skin at all in the beta we got to yeah, see that didn't. guardian skin yeah. uh so yeah lots of great 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 stuff coming out of it but i got to say as i mentioned reyna man like come on taylor she needs to rework don't you agree Oh, yeah, she's uh, man, she's powerful. That's without question, you know. And, it, and it's so funny. It's because every game I get into now, I just Reyna is always insta locked by anybody that I'm, I'm playing with or playing against. Reyna's ability to be able to heal herself is incredible, um, because of the fact that distance you you can literally map somebody across the map. What I mean by that is just laser them from across the map, and you can still grab their orb to heal yourself. You're you're literally a walking tank. Yeah, and uh, the blind as well. The blind is pretty insane. Um, probably one of the, I mean, probably pro I would put it up there actually with um, up there with with breaches blind. Oh, um, maybe you know, stronger because, because blind takes forever. Maybe stronger, maybe stronger because too. because it stays in the air for three seconds, and if you repeak it, it still blinds you. And the audio cues too. Yeah, don't forget that. And the audio because it gets rid of your audio as well. It's it's it really is powerful. And I feel like she breaches needs, doesn't I, take needs, as long to shoot. Like breaches takes longer to put out than hers does. Like I feel like because the animation, yeah, the animation's yeah, actually animation. longer for Breach than it is for Reyna. I mean, but she's walking. The thing is so so crazy. Like 
let's be honest. The refresh rate probably needs to be changed on her abilities, like how often she can do them. Um, I agree. But the the other thing is like, or a cooldown, should I say, for you know throwing two blinds in a row or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But like she, her ult, she's walking around basically with my brimstone stem beacon currently on her. Like it is. Oh no, times 100%. two probably yeah. too. Like it is so crazy. Yeah. I don't know the exact numbers of what it's doing for well, her rate of so, fire and everything, but holy cow. Yeah. It it is it is literally identical to the stem from Brim. Okay. And then I think in fact too, you you can stack Brim's stem on top of the ult, which it, it it wouldn't necessarily be worth it. I think it gives you like an additional three rounds. So like if you were to shoot uh let's say an Ares, for example, and shoot all the rounds, at the end you would finish three rounds, you know, earlier than you would have without the stem. But yeah, and not to mention too the red outline that the uh, or I really the full body of your enemies turn red whenever you go to attack. So Reyna one hundred percent right now is is by far one of the most powerful, powerful agents. And still, you know, she's a very selfish agent, much like, you know, your Phoenix and um, really, you know, your Rays and, and maybe even your Jet as well. But without question, if you're an entry fragger and, and you're just a fragger in general, you are going to dominate with Reyna. But I want to see a rework and I'm, I'm, I have to go back and watch the the Twitch Rivals tournament that just took place because I want to see the usage of Reyna and how powerful she was. Which actually that would be a great. Oh, thing she was to, pretty. She was pretty powerful from the games I she saw used? today. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we, we with Spike actually, you know, the Spike.gg, I'm actually gonna have to go check them out. Um, you you guys will get into that interview in just a second, but uh, they they've got some stats on there, so maybe I'm gonna go check out to see maybe how often she was used. But regardless, though, yeah, she's. She's insane. But with that being I mean, said, what do you think about the map Ascent, though? Well, I just got to say real quick about her is the thing about her that makes her so crazy to me is that dismissibility, which basically, for anybody that doesn't know, it consumes a nearby soul orb becoming intangible or, yeah, in, intangible for, for a short duration. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, basically, she's invulnerable. She is, yeah. Like, she, mm-hmm. you, she disappears. She's invulnerable. We've seen our friend Big make some crazy plays with that. Like, that <sighs> ability, and then on top of her ult, where she automatically heals once she kills somebody, like, that is just insane. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. I, I, I really do hope we see a rework sooner than later. The only thing I hope is that it doesn't kill her, right? Like, that's my fear of sometimes when you go adjust like just an agent, nerf to you nerf them so yeah. much that then they're not as good and you don't see them as much. I really love right. her plays. I love that there is that player, um, along with Jet a little bit, right, that I thought Jet was in the beta where if she really gets going, she really gets stacked, and you have a you have a player that has a very good understanding of how to play her, she can be deadly, right? I think Rain is the same way. Yeah. She can knock out multiple innies at a time. If she has her ult and she and she's cooking, that player has got their aim that day on target. It is very scary. Yeah what she can do against the team, against a group of players as well. And so I don't want to see that go away. I just want to see a little sure. bit of a nerf come in. So, you know, that, that, that's where I'll leave it. That's where I'll leave it. But yes, uh, the new map, Ascent, I love it. I like it. I think it's a, a, a great change to what it has. I love the fact that it integrated something new. We've seen Bind with the teleports, right? Uh, we have seen... Um, uh, we we we've gotten to see kind of a, a setup with three points right in Haven where it has well, three. you look at ropes yep. as well as split and then you have split that has the rope sections as well both ropes yep. on on both sides right now you have this new door functionality where these doors right. that go down you can still like I love that these maps aren't just outlines or skins of themselves or just small reworks yep. these are complete new maps 
new angles, tons of angles. What I love about Ascent is that it really does challenge a good team to push well together and good communication because there are so many angles. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, let's let's talk about B for a second, right? B site. Um, if you are on the offensive side, you got to go plant. Um, you can use a sage, right? Use her wall to peer through the windows as well at the top. And that's a map element that was, at least in my opinion, 100% intentional. Um, so that that right there is is great for breaking onto that site. Um, there is a door over there, as you mentioned before. Then you go over towards A, and you have another door that is there. But you also have that glass as well, which is a unique element to this map too because it makes pushing heaven a little bit more difficult because before you could just push it from ramps and you look at uh, you mentioned you mentioned bind earlier with the teleports that has a heaven that has a ramps uh so to split um and then i'm I, I think yeah those are the only two maps currently haven doesn't have um well no haven doesn't yeah, on a side heaven with, yeah with on a side yeah. On, on a side but uh you you have another angle you can go you know and attack essentially and that's that window so breaking that gives away your position so i like the creativity uh, with Ascent. The the jury's still out if I really like the map, but I will say I would rather have, or I'd rather play Ascent and have that in my rotation uh, than I would like to have, you know, maybe 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 Bind. I, I think Bind, no, I think Split actually, for me right now, is is definitely my most uh, I think it's because we played Split so much. So, so much That's in beta. True. Yeah. Um, But it brings up a good point. How do you like Split now? I think I've played it literally two times. I've played probably, yeah. I don't know, a ton of games, bro. I stayed up till four playing last night by myself. Oh, we we played more than 12, because you got to think Spike Rush, too, because you get through those games incredibly quick. Oh, yeah, quick. yeah. I've played and, a and ton of those. And those are the same map rotation. And I think I've literally so. only played Split maybe twice, maybe twice, yeah. maybe only once, but yeah. literally um, with the new rework where that mid wall's down, um, I felt like offense was definitely had a better push, definitely had a better ability to take control of mid. Uh, than they did before. Yep. Uh, it's going to be interesting to yep. see how that map can just play out. I think they're not playing that map a ton of the rotations for a reason right now, which is going to be interesting to see um, really what ends up happening when when you know more teams get to play it more often um, and really yep. how the mixture comes up. But yeah, um, I like the change in it. I do like the change in split. I do like the change. I, at the mid, the mid was kind of an eyesore, and uh, now with obviously that wall being removed, it makes it more accessible. Not only just on offense, as you alluded to, but also on defense as well. So you don't have you're not you're no longer limited to just staying inside of of uh, of ropes right on defense and and not pushing out. Now you can kind of push out and get behind the box if you need to. But more importantly, it kind of opens up those angles. But I still feel like there's too many 50-50s on split. That's the only reason why I don't like it. It kind of comes down to you, you have to get a pick. If you don't get a pick, you're not going to be able to win. Either that or just, you know, bum rush a site. Regardless, I think we're not seeing it as much uh obviously because we're seeing a lot of ascent as of recently and I think that's because they they wanted to showcase that map make it special but also maybe play test it as well to see you know what kind of bugs are on there what you know there's no better way to play test something than have your your people play it but with that being said, there's also some cool things that we'll, we'll briefly touch on. Uh Riot is actually teased at a console port of Valorant. That's that's big because it was never the intention, I don't think, of Riot to ever include console. But and, and when you think of like CS:GO, which at one point, by the way, did in fact have a console port with um, with Xbox, but it's no longer supported uh, Xbox 360. But uh, I, I'm kind of curious to see if they'll continue to develop maybe this idea of having a console port, and if they do, and if it doesn't transfer over well to console. Um, they said they will actually build an entirely different game, if you will, and then port it over to console. So that's pretty cool. So for you console people out there, you console purist, 
who haven't got on board with the PC Master Race. Maybe your time will come to play some Valorant on the sticks. Uh, but either way, uh, that's what. Uh, now hold on, Troy. I, I know what I know. I, well, you know what? Go for it. What, I, what are you I, thinking look, on that? Look, here, he's here, pretty animated. Here, here, yeah. Here's the deal. Um, if you're gonna put this game in, then you're gonna have to have aim assist on console. And this game is not an aim assist game. Like you can, the part of this game that makes it so hard for the player and so fun for me as a player to go in and want to get better is to get better at aiming, get better at those quick flicks and getting, you know, at the rotations and just the, the movement on a mouse versus sticks. Like for years, I have been a console player. Okay. I am out there with the console fans. I know what it feels like to not get the love from a PC game. That's so popular and fun. And you want to play it. I understand that, but like, I don't want to see this ported over to console because I think it will run it. It will run it. I would love to rather see them do what they're doing with League of Legends, which is yep. create a completely new style of game. They do, they're bringing League to console. They've already said it this year. I bet it's going to be the big fall release, which is why we also, I never said this, but which is why we probably got this in the summer. It's because the big fall yep. release is going to be their push for League on console with Wild, with Wild Rift, I believe it's called. Um, and so that's true. Yeah. Like the reality is, is that they're, they're bringing that over and they didn't port it over for a reason. Cause they said it would never work correctly on the console and how it did. And they tested it and everything else. And the reality is it's true. They're building a, a totally different interface for how that game works. It's still going to be in the league world, but I would feel the same way with this. Give me a completely different title. Give me a title that makes me as a PC Valorant lover want to go pick up my console and play that game too. Yep. Right. And try out that experience. That's true. I just don't like the idea of splitting the scene because crossplay has kind of become universally accepted, and that's kind of like the way you go. Do you with, really with want to crossplay somebody with aim assist? On well, Valorant? let me explain. Let me explain what? though. When I when I go now, hold on, Troy. When I go back to see us go on Xbox 360, fun fact: I didn't have aim assist. Okay. There was no aim assist on the sticks. All right. And, but that actually, but I will say this: that made the game pretty much unplayable. Well, that's why like, the game it was died. Incredibly. It, well, the game was dead, I think, before anything, right? Because you had CSGO that had been around on PC. That's where all your core players were. Um, regardless, though, you're right. I, you know, I, I wouldn't want aim assist uh, to be playing against something because then you kind of run into, like, the Fortnite issue that you have now where you have a big split in the scene. But maybe I think, you you know, like you said, with Summoner's Rift and uh, League of Legends, I think it is better to go ahead and create something different. Besides, why not? I mean, can, I, I think it'd be fun. You kind of... Can I pose like one the question on to you as a as a recent move over from console to PC? You've been a PC player a lot longer than me. Um, and that is, is... Is PC kind of like a graduation point for a gamer? Like... If if you're a mm. if if you're really going after a pro scene or even a Twitch style life, you know, a streamer life, whatever it is, is once you get like as you grow in that or as you grow as a pro player or whatever it is, is it kind of seen like, hey, console's the beginning, it's the amateur entrance, and then once you get to PC, that is the pro level. Like, is as yeah. gaming in itself created a minor league and a pro league and we just haven't identified it until recently with releases of games like this and how big league is still going and and csgo is re-kicking off looking huge right like and valorant's out can we step aside yep. as gamers and finally say there is a defining line that you get to the next level when you go to playing pc games yeah and that's a tough question i'll, I'll try to answer it quickly but 
I st first and foremost, I started off on console. I played. Me too. I started off as a com Call of Duty commentator. I played, uh, you know, started off in <clears throat> Black Ops One. Um, actually, I started before that, Modern Warfare Two, and, and before. But uh, I, I've been a console gamer for a long time before I switched over to PC. I just enjoy PC more now. I feel like there's less limitations hardware wise. Um, but it depends on what scene you're in. If you're in Call of Duty, you will not make it pro playing as a PC player. If you play Gears of War, you will not make it pro being a PC player because the scenes do not exist uh, in the in the PC side. It, it still is cross platform. There still is your PC scene. But if you want to go pro, you have to play on console. Bottom line, period. Now, with that being said, though, I, I don't know if there's necessarily a graduation. Now, they're playing console I think... on PC most of the time, though, right? I mean, no, essentially. Uh, no, 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 no. With, with Call of Duty, you don't play on PC. You you play on, on your console. You do. When you play Gears of War, you play on your console. Actually, because um, like Gears of War, they don't allow you to play on PC. Oh, it's so not allowed you okay. to play on a all console. Right, all right. Yeah, so they, they created even playing field. It's not like Fortnite where you could, you know, most of your quote-unquote console players who use a controller play on pc yep. it's not like that right yep. so you have to play on the hardware specifications that that's at hand so there's a limitation but i wouldn't say it's a graduation they're two different scenes but i will say though when you look at the top tier games you know you have dota you have league of legends you have csgo you have uh you know fortnite as well I'll put that up there uh, just as money-wise, right, game, whether or not you call it an eSport, it's up to you. But regardless, though, now even Valorant, that's on PC, and that's where your core group is going to be. So if you look at the top earning games, PC is the way to go. If you look at yourself as a streamer, I still think PC is the way to go because of better graphics, you have less limitations, there's more games to play, because not every game is on console, right? So I will say there's definitely a huge benefit to moving over to PC, and if you want to play on controller on PC with games that support that, by all means, go for it. But learning mouse and keyboard is 100% uh, a hugely beneficial thing to not only you as a gamer, but also you as a content creator. So less limitations, that's always a good thing. No, I definitely agree. Um, I, I I do love the console fans, right? Like my sons are console players. Uh, I've been one forever until recently. Uh, and I, I look, if Valorant comes out on console... I just hope that they do keep the scene separate. I this is the difficulty I think you know uh, we had before is is that uh, Rainbow Six came in with a PC and an Xbox League. They ended up getting rid of the console league because fan base loved to rather see what PC players were doing. The plays were greater, the movement was faster, um, the viewership would just seem to be better. Um, and so, you know, that's the challenge they're going to have if they come in with this, if they try to also take these players into their pro scene. I don't think you can, I think you have to have aim assist. Don't you have to, Taylor, like on console? I mean, don't you have to? Yeah. Yeah. With, with, with sticks, yeah, you do. And, because there's an inherent, dis, you know, uh, disadvantage and I, to not having yeah, aim assist. And, and, and I think with that, you just can't marry the two together. Um, yeah. that, that's the purpose. Rainbow Six did it the way they did. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Will there be a console version? Will they just make another version? And if they do, how long will that take? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. But what we do know, Spike.gg, like we said before, has been growing a ton. And we had the chance to interview the CEO of Spike.gg by the name of Arthur Minikoff. And I got to say, he gave a lot of great information. It made me excited for the growth of this company. Let's go ahead and send it into that interview so you can learn more about Spike.gg. Pay attention. I learned something. Think you can keep up? Who am I kidding? You know you can't keep up. 
All right. So there's been a big project in Valorant that's been taking off as of recently. And Troy ended up setting up this interview with a special guest, uh, Arthur Minikoff, that comes from... Hey, man, spike.gg, baby. The spike. It's been taking off. It's been doing... Phenomenal work in the Valorant. See, we need more esports-centric websites. Not only that, just more Valorant content out there in general. So with that being said, like I said, Troy brought on Arthur. Arthur, how you doing? Doing great, guys. How about you? Man, I'm excited to be here with you. I know we've changed emails a little bit, gone back and forth a little bit, man. And I really, first off, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. I really do appreciate that. I know how crazy it is especially when you start a new project but starting a new project whenever the launch is going on around that project makes it even crazier uh so man i just want to hear today like i want to hear from you i want everybody to kind of get a grips of uh of of the spike.gg and yes we keep saying the spike.gg that is where you go put that in the html up there in your web search wherever you go spot the spike.gg and go check it out if you haven't already but man let's just dive into it right here arthur for me uh, for for you, what was the passion to start this project behind this project? Well, it's funny you mentioned uh, about the passion. Uh, it's all about passion here for, with the team here. Uh, you know, we're a team of 13 people, more wild, working remotely full time on this project. So uh, it's really, you know, a bunch of very passionate people, writers, editors, uh, developers, you know, all people with experience in the industry as well, in esports in general. Uh, and, you know, mostly my background comes from Counter-Strike. So, you know, uh, we, we started off first with uh, Apex Legends website. It was called Apex News. And, you know, we, we basically were involved with Apex since the beginning. We didn't know where it's, it was going. And unfortunately, you know, with, uh, with how everything went through uh, with Apex and Valorant coming out, it was kind of a uh, a very normal decision and kind of makes total sense for us to kind of switch to Valorant, uh, especially with everything that was going on. And it's very similar to, you know, uh, the Counter-Strike scene. So uh, it was a no-brainer that uh, we wanted to switch. So we did the switch and, you know, came up with a better website pretty quickly, uh, you know, with a, just an MVP. So we call it a minimal valuable product. It was a little bit of uh, features up there and there, nothing crazy, you know, but... Uh, since that day, honestly, uh, we've been growing pretty quickly, and the communities, uh, you know, esports and the whole Valorant competitive community has been really appreciative so far, and uh, they like what we do. You know, we come out with very quality content, uh, and you know, we started to uh, do a full event coverage when they're mostly online right now because due to COVID, but uh, still, uh, you know, we're covering them uh, fully, and things are going pretty well, I would say. You know. Well, for everybody out there that's kind of wondering, like, what what is different about Spike, Spike right? What is what is it yeah. about your website that maybe differentiates you from all the other sites that are out there? Well, for sure. I mean, uh, I think our main point is the way we do things and the way we operate in the back. There's a lot of things that people don't see that is happening on a daily basis, but uh, I would say it's all about professionalists and quality content, uh, first of all. Yep. And also, it's all about the the, the coverage uh, you guys deserve. Uh, you know, as gamers ourselves and people who are you know part of the industry since ever forever, uh, we kind of know what to work on and kind of be more peaky in terms of the relationships we're building with uh, everybody involved in the background of you know the the whole competitive uh, community. So I would say the main point is really all about professionalism and. 
just concentrate on the right features and the right tools and give it to the community to use. I, I got to say, you know, I am truly a fan of the site. I've been looking through it. And one there thing that go. I love as, as a commentator myself, I love watching events because, you know, as a commentator, you have to stay up to date so you can basically find out what the new meta is like, especially with the game just now being released. There's so much that's going to change with Reyna and, of course, Ascent being added and and even and even Spike Rush as well. But as the game develops, you know, it, it's good to have a hub where all the events are taking place. And there's a tab on the site, you know, strictly just for events it has ongoing events it has upcoming events uh it even has past events that's a great feature by the way so i just want to give a shout out to you guys for that because i mean that's incredibly important for everybody yeah for sure i mean you know we're trying to right now right api is not released yet so we're doing pretty much everything manually so it's good to to know that we have a a huge team uh everywhere in the world because we're basically you know watching those streams or you know we're partnered with the the organizers themselves so we kind of get the information as quick as possible but at the end of the day we're actually you know inputting all this manually right now so we're looking forward to uh, you know, getting that API, uh, you know, key as soon as possible so we can mm-hmm. improve the features and, you know, keep tabs on uh, the matches and the results in, in real time. Yeah, you mentioned real time. That obviously has to do with having 13 people on staff already for this website. Uh, yeah. That is incredible. I, I have friends that started Fortnite websites that did really good. It's like a small group of two or three guys, right, that just came out and made it happen, but you guys having a team of 13, how essential is that to making sure you guys are up to date? And really, you know, I I know I asked you earlier, Mm -hmm. kind of what is the difference between your site and everybody else? Uh, besides what, what, uh, Taylor just mentioned of, of the tournament stuff, but not just that you said the quality, right. And it really speaks to those 13 people. How, how, how important is it having that large of a staff to cover this type of game? You know, having a large staff is actually easy to do. Anybody can have a large staff, but the the most important aspect is to have the right staff. Mm. So we had a lot of people come and go and, you know, with us, there's no bullshit. So you want to work, you want to dedicate yourself, you want to be passionate about, like as passionate as we are, uh, as a you know group, as a, we're like a family mostly. And we're trying to constantly find people that are like, believing in the project and they share the same vision and the dream. So having a lot of people right now is very important. We're going to keep growing, you know, 13 is just a start. Uh, my goal is 30 to 50, you know, uh, and uh, the, the, it's very crucial because uh, Valorant scene is, uh, you know, evolving so quickly. There's so many news, there's so many changes to the rosters and so many upcoming events we need to be up to date and 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 be quick about you know releasing the information to the people so uh right now you know that's like one of the edge we have over a lot of other other websites that may be doing something similar to us yeah but at least you know we're coming up with the updates pretty quickly and in a very professional matter well you you mentioned this oh go ahead taylor well, I was just going to say, I, I noticed on your site, you also have a rankings coming soon. And I'm really curious about that section because is that going to be power rankings of pros and teams? Or is that going to be like, I don't know, like maybe you have your own league in the future. You're going to move into that realm. Just so overall, what is mm-hmm. that rankings? What What is coming soon? So the word rankings are basically an algorithm that we are going to be uh, developing. Um, so it's going to be based on all the events results and uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of mats behind it, but we're going to have tier one to tier three events, uh, players, teams, everything. We're going to take in consideration all the results, all the events to get put them together and kind of come up with 
uh, a world ranking. So it's going to be by region. Uh, and uh, it, it basically makes uh, teams know where they stand, where their players stand. Uh, it's a very like uh, in-deep uh, algorithm, but there's a lot of work that you know has to be done inside it. We kind of did something similar to Apex, uh, but nothing very, uh, very pushed, especially with Apex being a battle royale. So Valorant, it's much easier to come up with something, but uh, at the same time, it's it's something very complicated. But it's gonna be uh, pretty uh, pretty good to have on the website, uh, so people can keep track of you know their favorite teams and when they rank up in the world. Yeah, I think what's interesting about that is uh, that you guys are taking that stance to go out there and do something and bring something additional to the market. Like yeah. Taylor, you mentioned the events, right? But also like for for me or for any caster, right? Going out there and be able to see like the top players in the world and kind of how those rankings are coming out and having that home, I think it is really cool. I got to ask you, we talked a lot about like the game and how you've kind of held the website, uh, but being the CEO that you are, like for you, do you get to play ever? Do you get to enjoy the game at all? Actually, yes. Uh, you know, with, I'm always on my computer. I'm work. I'm multitasking. I have all these monitors. Uh, obviously, you know, I have less time to play, but I'm actually playing at least five uh, games per day. At least that, you know, I'm trying to still kind of keep keep track of it. I always been a very competitive guy since I played CS. I uh, started. I was five years old. Uh, so uh, you know, I, I I started from 1.3 back in the days, and uh, I always been a competitive guy. Uh, so for me, playing Valorant is very important as well as to not just build a website for Valorant, but also understand the game entirely and kind of, you know, share the same passion as the players do, you know. I notice on your uh, I notice on your website, you also have forums as well. But not only yes. that, you have like, you know, press releases, too. Uh, so with the, you know, you mentioned your extensive team. Are any of those mm -hmm. writers, are they all writers? Are you trying to maybe, you know, build up your forum sections, build mm -hmm. up the amount of uh, articles that you do release? So we, you know, in terms of team, uh, the, inside the team, we have uh, about six to seven uh, writers, uh, a little bit less maybe, but uh, they're full time and they're always, you know, we, we're communicating pretty quickly. We have our tools to communicate and kind of keep track of what's going on in the Valorant scene uh, worldwide, not just in NA Europe. We have a Japanese uh, addition to the team that is joining next week. Actually, he's going to cover the whole entire Japanese uh, segment. Uh, Koreans as well. So there's, uh, you know, we're trying to stay up top of what's going on so we can quickly uh, come up with our articles and uh, press releases. And, uh, you know, we always try to reach out to the orgs and the players to get a code as well. So, uh, you know, at the end, when we push something, it's not just, oh, an update, oh, this 100 thieves just signed Hiko. No, there's there must be more to it. You know, we're trying to do our best that we include some quality and professional content, but also that is something more unique that, you know, uh, that we have kind of an edge over other articles being posted in the web, you know. You mentioned that you have a big background in CS and recently you guys announced that uh, another CS player, Jordan Nothing Gilbert, is actually going to yeah. be your brand ambassador. Uh, dude, tell us a little about that. Like, how does that happen? What is, what is Jordan <laughs> going to be doing? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, Jordan and I go back uh, in, the, in the CS industry. Uh, when I was running my website, uh, opskins.com, back in the days, it was a, basically a trading and buy and selling platform uh, for skins. And uh, we, you know, we sponsored some events. So I met Jordan back in like 2015. 
And, uh, you know, I, I seen him getting more involved with Valorant, playing some ter- like pop-up tournaments, show matches. So it's good to see him being involved. Plus, I think like Jordan is such a great person and people really respect him, uh, not just in Counter-Strike, but like in gaming in general, esports and, you know, the casting uh the casting and analysis that he did so it's we're really glad to have him on board and he's going to be helping us promoting the brand uh you know making people uh understand how vital our website is for the the early days of the the competitive uh community of valorant so uh definitely great to have him uh, on board here yeah nothing's been around for so long man i mean oh, he, yeah. he is literally a legend he's i mean he's earned so much money as well from csgo he's literally held trophies up so for having him and you know the thing is too he's a bit older right i think he's like 29 getting on 30 so he has that maturity to represent mm-hmm. your brand whoa, whoa, effectively that's really talk, important man. Old now, old age. Age. Now, I'm down with the old age he's, here, old right? he's a boomer now huh <laughs> hey, well okay i'm 28 that's why i say that now troy i can't speak on him if he wants to go ahead and out himself uh, I'm 35 but, all right, look, i'm 35 if it is <laughs> Yes, but we do know with age comes wisdom, right? So sure. hopefully he's going to be Experience. able to bring that to the exactly. And not only that, too, he's a streamer, right? So he has mm-hmm. been streaming. Actually, the other yeah. day he was playing with Tim the Tabman. He was playing with Ninja, right? So mm-hmm. having your logo, uh, you know, slapped up on his screen, obviously, is going to help tremendously yeah. in generating more traffic. So that's a beautiful thing. And the fact that you already had that, you know, groundwork laid down by knowing him, that's awesome. And I'm curious to see who else you bring on in the future. By the way, journalist yeah. uh, attempt here. Is there anybody else? maybe you're thinking about bringing on maybe to so represent the brand we're talking to a few people uh who are very known in from cs but also uh you know right now they're, they're signed with valorant team so uh we're, we're looking at maybe you know expanding our brand ambassadors over the next months uh but you know our focus right now remains uh to keep delivering quality content and cover those events we have a huge amount of june uh, very huge. Uh, it's going to be pretty intense uh, to work on all of these events, but we're very excited. And as you may see on our events page, there's some events that are kind of, we, we call them featured events. So like the ePulse, Valorant Prodigies, uh, uh, those who are in big banners like that, they have more space to showcase their event. Uh, those are actually partnerships that we have in place uh, with those uh, organizers. So we kind of give them more uh, cover, uh, do an, a full event coverage uh, with articles, analysis after and before before and after the event. And uh, so, so this is something interesting for the future. I feel like our website is going to be a good tool for organizers, small or big, uh, to kind of showcase their events and, uh, you know, get the coverage they deserve as well. So there's, there's going to be a, a lot of interesting new features upcoming. So... Yeah. So that that's actually that's a really powerful thing you just said. So essentially to, to boil it down, you're basically saying people who are running tournament organizers essentially can hire out your services to basically yeah. have a full coverage of the event, including stats, news, press releases, everything. Yes. So that's wow, the goal that's, here. Uh, we okay. feel like there's a lot of uh, like, it, you know, obviously they're going to be lower tiered events, uh, which is fine. But, you know, uh, I feel like they have their place in the in the, in the Valorant scene or any video games per, per se in the competitive aspect, I feel like, you know, they have to start somewhere as well. And uh, one thing that I, as a business guy, when I was first starting, it was very hard to get a notice or your product notice or whatever you do. Even if you were like, you you were super passionate and you're doing things right, it's very hard to get noticed. So I, I want to kind of give back that to 
to the people out there who are like, you know, busting uh, their asses to, uh, yeah. you know, achieve their goals and their dreams. So uh, if we can help them, you know, we'll be happy, happy to, and it's going to be very nice uh, to see them succeed, you know. Well, I, I think that's going to be a key to your success for sure. I mean, with that type <laughs> of mindset, looking out after yeah. the community and the community looking after you, like that's the key. I mean, I've, I've been fortunate enough to grow a couple of podcasts and bring people on even that listen to the show, right? Sometimes to have them come <laughs> on and, and talk and, and really listen to what the community wants. So I think that's like so ideal that you are looking at not only what are the things that help grow a business, but also what can you help out in the community and what can you do there? Um, yeah. But speak of the community a little bit. See, mm -hmm. coming from the CSGO era, how important is it, do you think, you kind of putting on your player hat, putting on your, your, your you know, your, your older man hat, perhaps maybe in the industry, would you say you're 25? 26. 26. So putting on your 26 hat, being around it, how important do you think it is to have these CS players move over to this game? Or is it not as important as maybe some people are making it out to be? Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, a lot of, first of all, let's be clear on one thing. I don't think Valorant is here to kill CS or vice versa. I feel like, you know, how Dota 2 and League of Legends coexist together. Yep. I feel it's going to be the same thing for Counter-Strike and Valorant. Their game might look uh, like, kind of look similar in terms of mechanics and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's not. It's a very different game. So uh, I, I, let's get that out of the system. Like, I don't feel like CS is threatened in, threatened in any ways, as well as Valorant is not there to kill them. I think it's all about coexisting together. And the next chapter is the fact that, yes, there's a lot of players from uh, more of Tier 2, uh, uh, close to Tier 1. Uh, players who signed with the professional Valorant uh, organization, that's great to see. And that's the biggest aspect is that uh, CS, to make it in CS today is very hard and it's getting harder and harder, almost impossible uh, to get to that top tier, especially with what's going on with the, the whole league uh, aspect in CS. Um, so I'm very happy to see all those friends and connections that I made through the years uh, to kind of, you know, go ahead and, you know, they, they, they were tier two or close to tier one in CS and now they're signing Valorant Pro professional rosters. That's, that's just amazing to see. So I think that's like one of the biggest parts that uh, I feel like uh, CS players are bringing to, to Valorant right now. You think we're going to see a lot of upcoming people that are going to make big names for themselves that aren't CS players? I hope so. Uh, I would be surprised to see Fortnite pros there, but you never know. I mean, at the end, I think like, you know, being professional, it's a, uh, a lot of work it's not just having the raw talent or skill it's uh, it's practice practice it's always about you know getting get, getting things done that other people don't like you know they don't work hard enough and uh, who knows maybe i don't know let's hope so well with the uh, the community guidelines being out there obviously you know it, it makes it pretty easy for you know lower tier tournament organizers maybe even you know community members to run tournaments do you think ever like just one off event what happened for spike gg maybe you guys do run maybe an event uh or so, a tournament of some kind yeah so it's funny you say that uh we we always say that we're not gonna organize events but at the same time i feel like you know right now we're already kind of doing it with the this pulse invitational that we announced uh few days ago it's gonna be happening in the end of june it's in partnership with uh, northern arena which is uh, a huge uh, cast, uh, broadcasting company, production company in Canada, uh, where you know did a lot of CS and uh, other video games as well. 
Um, so we're kind of, you know, we're not organizing it, but we're kind of are, you know, we're inviting teams and stuff. So I guess we are, but at the end of the day, you know, we're not getting paid for it. We're, we're, we're there just to help the process. And, uh, I feel like this is something we're going to be doing for, uh, for not just this event, but many others, uh, you know, uh, we, we're here to help the community, provide them with the information they need and, and just kind of grow all together. You know, it's, uh, it's all about mutual benefits everywhere, you know? Uh, so yep. officially organizing, I don't know, uh, but helping. Yeah, for sure. What about, uh, for you, for you guys, as you look at the future, what are some of the things? Is anything you can share to say, like, hey, you know, watch out for this? But we see your your ranking coming soon. We talked about yeah. anything else in the future that may, maybe is up the sleeves of Spike GG already. Oh, there's so many ideas we have, um, you know. But it's it's great to have a lot of ideas. But it's important to kind of put yourself out there a little bit piece by piece, so you you kind of release. So many things at the same time, which looks cool, but at the end, the, it, it's not quality. So I think like, you know, there's going to be a lot of things we're going to come up with, uh, starting with, you know, uh, improving our overall, the website, coming out with the rankings, but also uh, any other features we come up with, it's going to be very mutual, uh, very initially planned. Uh, it's not going to be something we just come, oh, let's go, let's do it. You know, it's it's all about thinking what what is right, what is not, you know, uh, if uh, if we're going to come up with something, but that has nothing to do with the competitive or esports side of things, maybe we're going to launch another website and have that for like casuals, so they, you know, looking for games or I don't know, a Tinder for gaming, uh, whatever, like ideas, it's it's great. But in terms of Spike, I think like for now, with what we have planned, it's it, ranking is the next move, then we'll see, then we'll see. But we have a lot of ideas for sure. Awesome. Oh, actually, I'm going to tease one thing all right uh, all right we so got the tease coming that's exclusivity right. for you fellas uh so we've been in talks with a few partners of ours and we're thinking about coming up with a weekly or bi-weekly show fully produced like in a studio very high quality uh to showcase the latest news the latest roster changes as well as you know clips highlights of the 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 matches but also community highlights so in our section on the on the site in clips people can post their uh, nice frags or you know their clips uh, from twitch or youtube we're going to take those as well and put them in highlights showcase it on the show uh you're going to invite casters maybe you guys one day will be on our show that would be great just tell we'll uh, be there so, just, just yeah, call there we'll go, be you there know? So, you 100%. know, we're working on something like this, uh, you know, again, I told you guys, it's all about being professional and whatever we're going to do. I don't just want to rush into it, but uh, I've been working on this for a couple of weeks now, and this is uh, upcoming. What everybody can't see as well, Taylor, that's listening right now is he says like quality, quality. This man's also got a quality stream going. We're sitting here in video chat while we do this. This man's got the <laughs> yep. camera. He's got, he's got all the gear. There is no slacking on any side of him or Never. this team at all. It is, it is absolutely incredible. And man, I'm excited to see what, what you guys do. It is, it is really yeah. awesome to have a site cool stuff. as a fan that you can go to and see things. It's kind of all summed up there for you. Uh, you know, and, and having shows like you're mentioning, you're talking about and just that expansion, man, I'm excited mm -hmm. for the scene. I'm excited to see uh what what you guys at spike uh bring around as well um where where can everybody find you guys throughout the week is there anything that where, where you where do you want to tell everybody make sure they go go find you yeah i mean you know go on the main website this the spike.gg uh that's where we at uh you know we have all the social as well so twitter is pretty active as any gamers are 
you know, we're always posting constantly everywhere. Even if you're from Russia, you can go on vk.com or, you know, any any social platforms, we're there. So despite.gg, it's everywhere. How many languages are you guys going to be in? <laughs> we're actually, everything is in English. Uh, we do have, you know, South America, Russians. We have Japanese, Koreans. Um, we're thinking about, like, uh, producing some original content in different languages, uh, but that's not for now. I think like for now we're focusing on getting our name out there, making sure that we kind of stabilize the fact that we are the main website when it comes to uh, home of competitive uh, play Valorant. Uh, and then slowly we're trying to expand our roots everywhere in the world and have con original content in different languages. Well, I'm excited for it. Taylor, I know you're going to be watching that site all the time, especially as much casting yep. and all the, all the stuff you're doing. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be using that as a resource. Oh, 100%. No, this is, this is a site already. I, I've favorited it, right? I, I've already got it open as a tab. Anyways, I'm going to be checking out those rankings. I can't wait. Seriously, I can't under, uh, overstate this enough. I cannot wait for the rankings uh, tab mm -hmm. because that's going to be incredibly, incredibly important. And with you tracking so many different events, uh, I think that's, that alone is going to separate you in the marketplace from others, right? And, and you have a team that's dedicated. Uh, you mentioned your show that you're going to be running. And I love the idea. I really do love the idea, the fact that lower tier tournament organizers, maybe even higher tier as the game develops, uh, can hire you guys out to yeah. basically do a full coverage of your event that's unique, that's incredible. And uh, that's 100% going to separate you guys from the rest of the pack. I love it. It's a dedicated team and it has a lot of potential. Thank you. Well, I thank you so much, Arthur, for coming on, man. We really do appreciate it. Uh, guys, make sure you go to thespike.gg. Make sure you go fo follow them on Twitter. Check them out on all the socials. Man, I can't wait uh, till, till, till maybe, you know, you guys throw a big event. We're going to have to have you come back on uh, and chat some more <laughs> about that and, and, and about your expansion. But, uh, man, thank you so much. Best of luck to well, you and your team as you guys continue Thanks for inviting us, guys. Seriously, it was a blast. And, uh, yeah, let us know if uh, there's anything we can do for you guys. We're, we're, we're always here. We're buddies now. Awesome. Thank you so much, Arthur. Have a good one. Match point. Let's close up shop. We know more than we did before. Let's use that. You know, it was great talking to him. Obviously, that company is growing so incredibly much, and it makes me excited for the growth of Valorant. Spike has a lot to offer. Go check them out. Don't miss your chance. And get on board with this company, right? 13 employees and growing. Plus, you have Arthur uh, Minikoff as well, just leading the charge, leading the way. Uh, Jordan Nothing Gilbert, obviously, you know, is representing as the brand ambassador. So many good things. And, uh, man, yeah, it, like out. I said, it makes me excited yeah, for the competitive Valorant scene. It does. It's a great home and great place if you're a competitive player to go check out. I'm sure there's going to be tons of other ones, other sites in the community that are great to check out as well. Uh, but they do have a lot of statistics, a lot of great content on there. They're building their own content. They got ambassadors going. Thank you, Arthur, for coming on the show, man. We really do appreciate it. Uh, it was incredible to talk to you. And Taylor, another great week of Talking Valorant, man. We could go on for hours. Look, another long show. We keep telling ourselves we're going to get this down to like 30, 40 minutes. We keep going over an hour or so. I know. Maybe we're loving <laughs> Valorant too much. But hey, uh, you know, uh, shame on us. Shame on us. But I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget, give us a review. Go in there, jump on iTunes, wherever you listen, Spotify, give us a review. Taylor, thank you again. Take us out of here, man. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Valorant Show, and we hope to see you again on the next one. Peace. Grab some water, refill those clips, and let's get back out there.